the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We will keep you abreast of reports out of Arlington, Texas, that there's an active shooter at a Texas high school. We have visited with Bernie Moreno, U.S. Senate candidate. He'll be in town October the 24th. Get your tickets for the American Leadership Forum, a night with the GOP Senate candidates, sponsored by Center for Christian Virtue and 989 The Answer. Tickets are available at 989theanswer.com. 12.30, we're going to talk to Josh Pick, who we normally catch up with on Monday. I'm going to talk with Josh today because I had some questions for him about how do you spend three and a half trillion dollars and have it cost zero? Can I do that? Could I get my family's finances to work like the federal government's finances work? Well, don't talk about the cost. Don't give me a number. We're going to get what we need, and then we'll work about that. Worry about the number. <laughs> Oh, wow. This is how uh, Democrats see the world. They can talk about the need for control of Facebook. And what they really are talking about is control of conservatives. Let's see if conservatives will give us the rope to hang all conservative content. The Justice Department talks about violence. Now, heaven knows there's plenty of it in our country. Murder rate is up 30%. That should keep lots of FBI and DOJ investigators busy. If they have any extra time, maybe they could look into, I don't know, Russian hacking. Maybe they might want to find out who from BLM burned down all the courthouses and police stations this past summer. But if you've been paying attention, You know that the real threat is not the Russians, not the Chinese, not the anarchists from Antifa or BLM. No, the real threat are white supremacists and uh, violent extremists. Uh, The ones who got into the Capitol on January the 6th and took, tried to take the country by selfie. And now, even more nefariously, they have employed, apparently, according to uh, Merrick Garland, They have employed a highly trained army of soccer moms to take over the country via a violent insurrection at school board meetings. Wow. We are very next level in our under-the-radar rebellion on the right. Are we not? Yes, we are. So Merrick Garland's lieutenant... Uh, was on Capitol Hill yesterday, and Josh Hawley, senator of Missouri, was not at all happy with this clear, clear attempt at intimidation. 
That's what this is, okay? So the Biden administration loves to talk about relating to everybody. They love to talk about bridging gaps and building bridges and la, 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 la. But what they really want to do, and they've demonstrated it now at least three times, is scare you into fearing what might happen if you don't obey, right? Eviction moratorium and people dared to question the president say, you know, yeah, don't think you can do that with the Constitution. I'm real sure the CDC can't do it. And Biden's like, eh, don't think we can do it. We're going to try to do it. It'll take the courts a while to catch up. So if you're in the middle of that and you're a property owner and you own a, say you own an apartment building or something like that, you're like, well, sure, I could fight this, but look at the money I'm going to spend in attorney fees. I might as well just go along with it. Same thing on vaccines. They know full well they can't require companies with 100 employees or more to get vaccines. But they know that if they announce it, that's their intention. Most companies will say, well, I don't really want to be sideways with the government because I don't want to get audited. So we'll just go along with it. And companies are. So they've won by inspiring fear. Now with the school boards, they know that the most militant moms, the tiger moms. They know they probably won't be able to scare them into silence. But this is a brilliant strategy by the Democrats and by Merrick Garland to weaponize the Department of Justice against parents. Because look at it. Number one, if it works because it scares parents into not going to school board meetings and protesting critical race theory, diversity, equity, inclusion, and all the other um, non-threatening veils that they throw on their racist propaganda that they're trying to poison the minds of your kids with. If it doesn't work and doesn't deter the truly committed from going to school board meetings, well, then those who go will be easily identifiable as the opposition that must be crushed at all costs. See, they force you to either yield out of fear or identify yourself as the true enemy of the state. We have a few defenders, thankfully, because we do outnumber the zealots on the left, but they have the power right now. Elections have consequences. Boy, are we suffering them. And one of our defenders is Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. Now, I would love it if this were uh, Ohio Senator Rob Portman. Or even Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown. Although, again, he'd be going against the will of his fascist party leaders to do it. But wouldn't it be nice if we had an Ohio senator to stand up and do what Josh Hawley is doing here to the representative from the Justice Department who drew the short straw and had to show up on Capitol Hill yesterday? Practically every day brings new reports about this administration weaponizing the federal bureaucracy to go after political opponents. Frankly, I don't think we've ever seen anything like it in American history. I mean, for those of us who missed the McCarthy era, I guess this president is intent on bringing it to us, but with new force and new power and new urgency, unlike anything we've ever seen. Are you aware of any time in American history when an attorney general has directed the FBI to begin to intervene in school board meetings? Local school board meetings? 
I'm not aware, and I'm not aware that that, and that is not going on. Let me be very, Really, very this clear. isn't about local school board meetings? That's not the subject of the memorandum? I thought that was in the memorandum. The memorandum is quite clear. It's one page, um, and it asks um, the uh, U.S. attorney community and the FBI special agents in charge to convene state and local law enforcement partners um, to ensure that there's an open line of communication to address threats, to address violence, um, and that's the appropriate role of the Department of Justice to make sure that we are addressing uh, criminal conduct and violence. At, at local school board meetings. It's so clear that she stumbled over it. It says the... And it's just nonsensical listening to her. That's such a big problem. It says right in the memorandum, by the way, threats of violence at school board meetings. Now, what is the threat of violence? If you try to twist the mind of my kid, we're going to vote you out. That's a threat. If you say critical race theory is racism, oh, that's intolerance. Silence is violence, you know, but words are violence too. How do you straddle that line? How do you win with people who get to define and redefine what's acceptable and what's unacceptable? You can't. You can't win. And Hawley knows it. And Hawley is sticking up for us. And he understands, like I just told you, that it's all about the chilling effect, drawing a line in the sand and say, oh, sure, you can go to a school board meeting. I dare you. Is parents waiting sometimes for hours to speak at a local school board meeting to express concerns about critical race theory or the masking of their students, particularly young children, is that in and of itself, is, is that harassment and intimidation? Is waiting to express one's view at a school board meeting harassment and intimidation? As the Attorney General's memorandum made quite clear, spirited debate is welcome, is a hallmark of this country. Um, it's something we all should engage in. And no, I don't think so, Ms. Monica. With all due respect, it didn't make it quite clear. It doesn't define those terms, nor does it define harassment or intimidation. It talks about violence. I think we can agree that violence shouldn't be condoned or looked aside from in any way, swept under the rug at all. But harassment and intimidation what do those terms mean in the context of a local school board meeting? I mean, this seems to me, in the First Amendment context, we talk about the chill, the chill to speech. If this isn't a deliberate attempt to chill parents from showing up at school board meetings for their elected school boards, I don't know what is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not aware of anything like this in American history. We're talking about the FBI you're using the FBI to intervene in school board meetings. That's extraordinary. Not to them. They think it's perfectly normal to threaten law-abiding citizens with expressing their constitutional right to freedom of speech. It's not at all outrageous to them. It makes perfect sense to them because they know better than you do. And your viewpoints are, are, are racist and they're, they're hateful. They're not tolerant. They're not diverse. They're not equitable. They're not inclusive. Hence, they must be stamped out. Did you know the Olentangy Board of Education, the sixth largest district in the state of Ohio, four high schools and untold elementaries and junior high school, they don't even allow public comment at school board meetings. You can't get up and talk. They won't allow it in the state of Ohio. Boards are not required to allow you to talk now. Credit to most, they do, but at Olentangy, why would they listen to the likes of you? 
You pay your taxes and do what you're told. Sit there quietly and let us pour pornography and smut into your kids' brains and tell them how oppressive they are or how oppressed they are. You want to keep voting for that? Vote for the candidates endorsed by the incumbents on the board if you want to stop that. You really and truly think that, oh, by the way, the Ohio Revised Code allows me as a parent to know what's in the textbooks of the students in my district and what they're taught because, oh, by the way, I paid for those textbooks as a taxpayer. Then you'll vote for Jennifer Foyt and Felicia Castle. And you think I'm making up this disdain that school board members have for parents. I'll play you audio from a local school board member next that shows you they don't want to be accountable to parents because they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to hear from you. That's next on The Bruce Woolley Show. So authorities in Texas are having a press conference right now. Uh, They say that there are four victims in the Texas school shooting in Arlington. Uh, By victim, I do not know if that means uh, four people lost their life or if they have been uh, injured and they are getting treatment. Uh, But students are being marched out of the school, so that would uh, tell us that the school is secure. So certainly keep that in your prayers if you are a praying person. Uh, I hope you are a praying person uh, for your own personal benefit and also for the benefit of our country because we are so polarized and we are so targeted now by the people who are in power that um, diplomacy and uh, typical avenues through which we have healed these kinds of issues in the past, uh, I do not believe are available to us now. We are more polarized. I read you this story yesterday, the result of a University of Virginia study where basically... uh, Half the country wouldn't mind splitting into two countries. Republicans look at Democrats and they see people who don't value the bedrock foundations of the country, freedom of speech, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Democrats look at Republicans and they see a country, or at least a party, populated by half of its loyalists who don't think America incredibly has ever adequately acknowledged its racial sins and that the system is still gamed against half the population. And why do we need a southern border anyway? And what do you mean a guy with male biology can't just declare himself a woman and be one? So the only cure for that is prayer. And we need to repent of many sins, chief among them abortion. Billy Graham said one time, if God doesn't punish America for abortion, then he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. It was one thing when these kinds of issues were at the federal level and we still got along locally and we all pulled together for our kids and our families. Now that's not the case either because we have seen the left play effectively the long game and co-opt our entertainment industry, media industry, and now our local schools. The school boards are uh, their own little kingdoms. They've allowed teachers to run rampant and uh, poisoning our kids' minds. They have nothing but disdain 
for parents who want to now say, oh, hold on, hold on, champ. You're not going to poison my kids without me having something to say about it. School boards don't want to be accountable, many of them, to the citizenry. I was stunned, stunned, I will tell you, the other night when someone in my local community made me aware of a comment made at a public forum for Jonathan Alder School Board. Now, I do not know this gentleman, but I know of this gentleman. His name is Shannon Faust. He's been on the Jonathan Alder School Board for quite some time. In fact, uh, just to show you the old boy network that's in effect on school boards, uh, he's on the school board now. He's running for re-election. He didn't even have to get re-elected to the board in 2017. He was just appointed. He was he was transitioning off the board. His term was up, but this is an indicator of how asleep we were as parents at the switch out where I live and probably where a lot of you live in that they had two spots open on the board. Only one person filed to run. So they just appointed Mr. Faust to the board again. I don't know if he's a great board member or a bad board member, but I know that this I don't like. Listen to what he said when he was asked at this forum about whether or not the board should be a liaison to the community. I kind of disagree with the, the, the board being a liaison to the community. I don't agree with that. I think it's the, the school and the superintendents. Uh, we, we have our numbers out there. People can call. People can talk to us. But I don't think we should be the liaison. I think that that's for the principals in the school. They're the ones that are with the parents. I can't speak intelligently about stuff that's happening to a parent. So I shouldn't be the liaison First. Shouldn't be a liaison, he says. Hmm. Well, I mean, I could be wrong. I, I think he should be a liaison. In fact, I when I was going to run for board, I didn't because, honestly, I didn't want to take votes away from two other very qualified candidates out in, Jer- in the Jonathan Alder district. Their names are Erica Detweiler and Sonia Walker. But when I was thinking of running, I was on the OhioSchoolBoards.org running for school board. And it says right under, what does a school board member do? It says this. The broadest definition of a school board's role is that it acts as a governance team for the school district. It is important that the board serves as a positive and responsible liaison between the school district and community. That's what it says. On OhioSchoolBoards.org. That's the job of the board. And here's a guy on the board, and he's been on there for a long time. He was appointed because he was friends of the board. And he says, I don't want to be the liaison. Not my job. I got phone numbers. Call the principal. Call the superintendent. Hear from parents. No thanks. I don't want to hear from you parents. If you have board members like that in your community, get rid of them. Because they're accountable to you. Or they should be. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.